Welcome to the Manifestation Bay podcast. My name is Katherine Zinkina, and I'm a master mindset coach and success strategist for entrepreneurial babes just like you. I absolutely love helping you uplevel your life, your business, your finances, and helping you see the infinite potential within yourself to be, do, and have anything that you want. It is my duty and obsession to give you the tools, the resources, strategies, and teachings you need to manifest the reality of your wildest dreams. Think of this podcast as your daily dose of personal development to maximize your impact, your influence, and your income. If you're ready to get your ass kicked to the next level, then you've come to the right place. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Now let's begin. I can't believe it's been almost two years since I've last hosted a live training. Well, consider this a manifestation because for the first time in almost two years, I'm hosting a live three-day money manifestation training called Cashflow. And the best part, it's absolutely free to join. We're going to be talking all about raising your financial set point, taking your power back when it comes to money so that it no longer has its hold on you, having money respond to you as the sovereign queen of money, not the other way around, becoming wealthy without frying your nervous system, the exact steps to accessing financial abundance for life, and so much more. You can sign up for this free training at manifestationbabe.com slash cashflow. Again, that's manifestationbabe.com slash cashflow. We start May 15th and I can't wait to see you there. Hey, gorgeous souls. This is Catherine from manifestationbabe.com. Happy Monday. I hope you are having an incredible week so far. Um, Hopefully an incredible weekend to back up this Monday. Today, I wanted to talk about a topic that I have been asked every single day. Either one of my students will ask me or one of my clients will ask me or I'll get a DM or a comment or somewhere people always want to know how I manage my time, especially when I've told people that I actually don't use planners. I hardly ever use my calendar besides appointments. Like if I have an appointment, it's going to go on my calendar, but I'm not the type of person to create these long, extensive to-do lists. Like I know that a lot of entrepreneurs, they really like to write down every little thing that they have on their list that day. And I have just never been the type to do that. It's not something that inspires me. And I'm actually someone who works off of inspiration. When I feel inspired to do something like, oh my God, I have this topic that I want to talk about today and I have to film it. I have to record it. It's going to get done today. Or oh my God, I have this incredible post that I want to write, so I'm going to stop everything that I'm doing and I'm going to write it right then and there. I don't care what my to-do list says. I don't care what my calendar says. Obviously, I always see my clients. I always um, see my important meetings and appointments and I, I... I am the kind of person who um, is always either on time or early, and I just really respect other people's time. So yes, those things are on my calendar, but I don't drive myself crazy with these long to-do lists. And I, um, you know, being someone who rides off of inspiration and also being able to accomplish what I've accomplished in the last two years, like building a 
um, seven-figure business, you know, having a team, um, publishing two books, and um, just all these other things. People always ask me, like, if you don't have a planner and you don't make to-do lists and you don't put everything on your calendar, Catherine, how are you getting things done? How are you managing your time? And are there any high-vibe productivity tips that you can give me? Because you always seem so productive. You're always on the go. Your schedule's shifting around every single day. And especially Brennan and I were just... Um, we just recently finished about a month ago or a month, a month or two ago, a long nine month uh, traveling marathon where every single day our schedule has been completely different. We will wake up in a different country. We'll wake up in a different city. We'll wake up in a different time zone. Sometimes I'm getting things done on airplanes in the middle of the night. I don't like my sense of time is like, woo. And so people are always amazed. Like Catherine, how do you get this done? And before I give you my four tips, which I think will massively, massively help you, I do want to preface this and say that some of us are just um, more gifted in this area than others. I know Brennan is someone who has a personality type where his sense of time is a little more distorted than mine. Um, this kind of comes from like, you know, different personality types. Like he's an ENTP, which P means, um, what does P mean, babe? perceiver. And I am a J, which means judger, which means that I always have a sense of time. I know what time it is. I don't always know what month it is. I don't always know what day it is, but I know what time it is. And so my kind of awareness of time is always just um, at the top of my mind. Whereas with Brennan, sometimes he needs more reminders. Sometimes he needs more of a schedule. He needs more of a to-do list. If it's not in front of him on a list, he will forget about his, his tasks. And I'm someone who has been really good at knowing what I have to do when I have to do it. And the reason why I say this is because I want to remind you that we're all going to be different. Um, and some of us manage our time differently than others. So I'm just going to share what works for me and how I've been able to get myself to this place. So I remember in college, people always ask me and be so amazed with the fact that I was working full-time hours at my part-time job, so between 30 to 40 hours a week. I was also taking, um, I had a, um, I was taking biology classes, chemistry classes, physics classes, biochemistry classes, um, always had a full-time schedule, had a three-hour commute, and I was also building a business at the same time. And people would always ask me, Catherine, how do you get these things done? So I finally wanted to record this. I want to put my time management tips kind of on the record there via this video, via this audio recording, so that you know kind of how I get all these things done. So tip number one, of course, is focus. I know that focus is the buzzword. Focus is everything. And sometimes it's so much easier said than done. When you tell someone to focus, they're like, yeah, 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 I get it. Of course I need to focus. But what I mean by this is if you have a task at hand, like let's say for instance, today I have to, I'm seeing two clients. I have an appointment that I need to go to. I also have some videos I need to edit. I also have um, a back end that I need to build for a course that I just recently recorded live. And so I have to get that up on my website for the next round and for these students to have lifetime access. And looking at my schedule, I already know that there's a lot of things that I need to get done. Um, most people, when they are 
diving into their to-do list or diving into the tasks that they have for that day, typically they're also on their phones. They're checking Instagram while editing a video or they're checking Instagram while um, trying to brainstorm their, their post of the day or they are on Facebook or they go on Facebook to do something important because I know that a lot of my audience um, are entrepreneurs who do run online businesses. And so social media is a big, big part of this. And, you know, a lot of us consume a personal development on social media. So it's so easy to get caught up in social media and you go on Facebook with the intention of watching a video or the intention of messaging someone or the intention of making an inspirational post. And all of a sudden you're just caught up on someone else's, you know, you, you go on your newsfeed and all of a sudden you are completely caught up in someone else's life. And then you end up looking at their vacation from three years ago and you're just like, oh my God, where has the time gone? And so some of the things that I started to do is I started to put my phone on do not disturb. I also started to utilize airplane mode because while I'm working on my computer, I don't necessarily need the Wi-Fi. I don't need my phone to go off. I also sleep now with my phone on airplane mode. So first thing in the morning, I'm actually focused on my morning ritual. My morning ritual consists of gratitude, of mind food, which is where I read, you know, anywhere between five to 15 pages a day um, in my book. And I'm actually focused on that. And then I get up, I make my coffee. And while I'm making my coffee, I listen to some inspirational audio. And while I'm listening to some inspirational audio, um, I am getting ready for the day. And only then when I'm ready for the day, I turn my phone off of air, airplane mode. And I do the same thing with tasks. Um, something else I do is I've turned off all of my notifications on my phone. So the only notifications I get are text messages and phone calls, um, because I don't get that many text messages, although sometimes even that gets backed up and overwhelming. And something that I've also had to come to terms with is the fact that I'm not going to be able to get back to everyone. Sometimes I allow text messages to sit for weeks on end because I'm always looking for that window of time when I'm ready to get back to every single person. And what I typically will do is batch, um, getting back to people. I will batch getting back to phone calls. I will batch getting back to text messages. I'll batch getting back to emails. I do not check my email every day. I actually check my email now maybe once every three days because I know that if I find that gap, it can be really focused. It's not like I'm trying to do something and an email comes in and all of a sudden I'm spending 20 minutes on an email and then I go back to work and then I get a phone call and all of a sudden I'm you know, talking to this person and then I try to get back to this task and five hours go by and it's like, what did you really get done? You know, our brains actually aren't as good as multitasking as you think. And the research has been done that this, that um, for you, once you're in flow, once you're really focused, when you get out of flow and you try to come back in to the task, it actually takes you about 20 minutes to get back into flow. So imagine you get distracted four times, four times 20 is 80 minutes. That's an hour and 20 minutes of you just trying to refocus instead of you creating this time block where for 30 minutes, for the next 30 minutes, I'm going to turn off all my notifications. I'm going to put my phone on airplane mode. Something else I've done is I actually turn my Facebook newsfeed off on my computer. And so I have all these things that I do so that when I'm working, I'm actually pouring my energy, my whole half hour or my whole 20 minutes or my whole hour into this task. There is nothing else that exists around me until I get this done. So when I have something on my to-do list, I'm really focused. Um, number two is actually a mindset trick that, um, 
I've been working on a lot because I used to be this person who was always afraid of running out of time. As I mentioned before, you know, we all have different personality types. We all have different ways that we have been wired. And so some of us are a little more aware of time. Some of us are less aware of time. Some of us have an extreme sense of urgency when it comes to time. And some of us have no urgency at all. And we have no idea where the years go by. Um, I'm the kind of person who has an extreme sense of urgency. And I, uh, I'm also the kind of person who's always afraid of running out of time. And every morning when I have a big to-do list or I see a lot of meetings on my on my calendar and I know that by the end of the week we are traveling somewhere and I have to get this done, this done, this done, this done, and this done, I go into panic mode and I start to stare at the clock and my relationship with time gets completely distorted. And something that I always forget when I get into that place is that time isn't even real. It's a human illusion. Think about it. What is time? Time, you know, you know, like time can be easily distorted. So for instance, when you are having fun or you're doing something where time goes by really, really fast versus when you stick something into the microwave and then you're staring at that minute go by, it seems like time is going by really, really, really slow. So our minds can distort time and time isn't even real. The only way we know what time it is or how long a minute has gone by or how long it's taken us to complete this task is because we have clocks and we constantly measure, you know, our productivity and our to-do list against this clock. And sometimes we feel like we're racing against the clock. So something that I help my clients with and something that I've done with myself is to change your relationship with time. People who are always afraid of running out of time, they always manifest running out of time. When you're like, oh my God, I only have like 10 more minutes to do this. Oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. All of a sudden, that 10 minutes goes by really fast. But when people get in the mindset of, I have the perfect amount of time, I can take my time on this task, I'm going to complete it, I'm going to finish it, and I have all the time in the world, even if that might not necessarily be true. You know, I do believe in having a sense of urgency when you are following your dreams. But let's say that you get into this mindset of, like, I have all the time in the world, All of a sudden, I find myself getting so much more done with so much less stress. And the less stress I am in, the more in flow I am, the more creativity pours out and the more I get done. And so tip number two is to change your relationship with time and start manifesting the sense of more time. Tip number three is to overview your week but only take it one day at a time. And what I mean by this is that sometimes I go on my calendar, like for instance, I have my week spread open right now and I get extremely overwhelmed. And all of a sudden, I'm like, oh my God, there's so much to do. How am I supposed to do this? Blah, blah, blah. And I get into, you know, tip number two, I start to manifest feeling like I don't have enough time to get everything done this week. So what I do is I actually look at from Sunday to Saturday or Monday to Sunday, and I look at all the things I need to get done. And I create these mental blocks of when they need to get done. And so I know that for me to finish a project that's due on Saturday, I pretty much can spend a little bit time every single day until Saturday. If something's due by the end of today, well, I'm going to spend most of today working on today's project. If I have until Wednesday, well, I have two big blocks. Half of it I can get done today. Half of it I can get done tomorrow. And so I mentally plan out my week, but then I shut out the entire week and just focus on the day ahead 
ahead of me. And so as I focus on the day ahead of me, what I actually do is I don't create extensive to-do lists, you guys, but I do write down three things. I write down the three most important tasks that I need to get done that day. And by three most important, I mean that my that if I don't get these three tasks done today, my rest of the week or my tomorrow gets completely screwed up. And so if I don't get these three tasks done, then I, you know, something bad might happen tomorrow or I might screw up the timeline extremely of, of one of my projects or I actually infringe on someone else's time if I don't get it done or someone's waiting on me. And so I kind of get into this mindset of these three tasks are more of my life or death tasks. And then beyond the three, because our minds, you know, when we go beyond three things on our to-do list, our minds start to distort our to-do list. It starts to go into panic mode. It starts to think that, oh my God, I'm like a slave to the hustle mode. I'm like a slave to this to-do list. I feel like I, I never have time. I never have free time. And then we get ourselves into more of a negative state, which is an unresourceful state when it comes to productivity, when it comes to time management. And so I write down my top three things and I look at everything else as a bonus. So of course, if the three tasks, the three life or death tasks that um, get done within an hour and then you have the rest of your day, of course, dig into some other things, um, but look at it as bonuses, right? That's how I, that's how I've been able to really hold my sanity, especially with a very, very busy schedule. So obviously my appointments, because it doesn't take me any extra work except for being somewhere at a certain time, I see all of my appointments as one thing. And then I see, for instance, if I have to edit a podcast episode, of course, not life or death in that day, but I want it to come out on Monday. And so I will put that on my list. So tip number four, and this one has been my most effective. Okay. Are you guys ready for this? So tip number four is to give yourself something to look forward to. And what I mean by this is as you work on each project, because most of the people I'm talking to right now are entrepreneurs or are people who are leaders and are people who have projects to work on rather than you're going into a job and clocking in and clocking out. And if that's still you, that's totally okay. But what I mean by give yourself something to look forward to, I'm more related to projects. Like let's say you're writing a book or let's say you're creating a course or let's say that you are building a YouTube channel or you want to build a podcast or whatever it is that you have at hand. Rate the projects from, you know, like smaller to large to really, really, really big projects and then create a reward for each of the projects. So for instance, let's say you just finished writing a book or you have book writing on your calendar and you know it's going to take you a couple months to complete this project. Well, figure out approximately how long you have, or maybe you have deadlines, right? Your publisher gives you a deadline or something like that. Like the book must be done by this date. And so on that date, Obviously, write down, you know, book must be done or book is finished and then give yourself a vacation or a getaway or purchase a luxury handbag or luxury shoes or something that really feels like the most incredible reward for you getting that project done. Because then not only are you just working to meet a deadline just for the sake of meeting a deadline, 
all of a sudden you're like, oh my God, there's something really juicy on the other side of this. And the more I get done and the more productive I am, the faster I'll get there. And when I finally finish this project, I'm going to feel so good for completing it. And then if you have more of a medium project, then maybe you take a day off. I know for me, I actually have to schedule my days off. So Let's say, for instance, Saturday, right? This upcoming Saturday is going to be my first full day off this week. And so in order for me to really enjoy that full day off, I must be really productive from Monday to Friday. If I had nothing to look forward to on my calendar, like, for instance, even a day off, then I will feel more... um, I will feel more inclined to just spread things out and just be like, oh, I can get it done tomorrow. Meh, I can get it done tomorrow because I feel like there's nothing exciting at the end of this tunnel. I'm just walking through this tunnel, walking through this tunnel, and there's nothing exciting on the other side. There is no light. And so that's really discouraging for some, some of us. And so I always look for that motivator. What is my, what can be my motivation for completing this task? And of course, if it's something really, really small, maybe put a dinner with a friend on your calendar, or maybe put up, um, put on a date with your, with your husband or your soulmate or your partner on your calendar, something to look forward to, because all of a sudden you give yourself some sort of a time or a time sensitive urgency, um, some sort of urgency in completing this task. And all of a sudden you find yourself way more productive and you're giving yourself that positive feedback, the positive reinforcement of, oh my God, I cannot wait to get this task done because I have something amazing to look forward to on the other side. So those are my four tips on how I've been able to build a seven figure business in the last two years, publish two books, constantly come out of, uh, come out with content, constantly inspire people. Sorry, there's a fire truck going by. Can't ignore it. Can't pause it. Can't mute it. I'm going to keep going. All right, there you go. So these are my four top four tips on how I've been able to accomplish so much and how I personally manage my time in a less structured way. So I hope this was helpful. If this was helpful for you and you completely enjoyed this podcast or you enjoyed this YouTube episode, please subscribe to the podcast, subscribe to YouTube, share this episode with your friends. If you are on Instagram, come find me. I am at Manifestation Babe. If you are on Facebook, come find me in my Facebook group called Manifestation Babes, where you can come hang out with a high vibe community of like-minded women just like you. And if you feel super inclined and super inspired, go ahead and leave me a comment or leave me a review on my podcast and let me know what you thought of this episode. I love you guys so freaking much. I hope you have an incredible week. And if you have any suggestions on another episode that you would like to hear um, from me about or have me address, and it has anything to do with mindset, manifestation, money mindset, spirituality. I'd love to talk about it and I'd love to hear from you. I love you guys so much. Have an incredible, incredible week. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in today's episode. If you absolutely loved what you heard today, be sure to share it with me by leaving a review on iTunes so that I can keep the good stuff coming. If you aren't already following me on social media, come soak up some extra inspiration on Instagram by searching at Manifestation Babe or visiting my website at manifestationbabe.com. I love and adore you so much and cannot wait to connect with you in the next episode. In the meantime, go out there and manifest some magic.